You're listening to Real Adventures, talking all things fishing, boating, and the great outdoors for Razorback 4x4, Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers with protection like no other. And Club Marine. Need insurance for your boat or jet ski? Discover why boating's just better with Club Marine. Welcome back to Real Adventures for Razorback 4x4. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. Patrick Dangerfield and Aaron Habgood joining you this morning to talk all things fishing, boating and the great outdoors. It is time for the Whip Around Redmond where we find out what's biting right around the country and we kick things off in New South Wales. I think it's Beryl fishing well, the Mulloway. Mulloway. So the whole news, you actually sent me a screenshot also of some Mulloway being caught um, right through the New South Wales coast. So Beryl's actually... uh, just north of Burmese, so it's all in that Ulladulla area. Yep. Well, so, this was uh, this was a report from Complete Angler Ulladulla. Oh, there you go. Yep. So Complete Angler Ulladulla. So there's definitely definitely plenty of Mulloway right on that south coast, southeast coast, and a little bit higher of these good Mulloway from small to big. So there's well, people the, love catching them. The Stockton Beach. There's a report out of there of a uh, of a one meter. Yep. Mulloway slash Jewfish caught, and that was an absolute stonker. So, so we're starting to see some good reports. The other thing um, around the region, speaking of, well, metre pluses, the marl and the billfish, where are they at? Because Yeah, there are, sad to say again, but that current's playing a massive effect on it. There's fish being caught, but not your numbers. And the current, yeah. we know that EAC that runs down the coast, we all know it, we'll listen to it on Finding Nemo. So Trapman Bermagui posted uh, a couple of marlin being caught. Yep. Tagged and released. Yep. So... Basically, a couple's not good. Yep. So, when we're seeing your 10s and 12s and multiple boat getting that, that's is your strike mile and your current slowed up and you've got your up to whaling, everything's looking good, right? Is that so, what you would expect this time of the year? Well, the thing is, last year it ran right through to March, like just after March, and then it slowed up and that's when they had the best bite. Now, I don't know what's going to hap- happen this year. I hope it's not the same because we're not far off heading up there, Pat. Well, we keep and- hearing... We keep hearing that it's gonna, it was going to be a dry summer. We've seen yeah. anything but that. Hundred so percent. Well, it just yeah. Like this current for some last couple of years has been horrific, and I don't. Like, we no one knows what it's going to do. It can do whatever it wants. It can turn overnight. It can slow up on the moons. What then it pick back up again. So if that current slows up, we're going to see places like Bermagui, Aladulla, Jarvis Bay. We're going to see all these places really start to shape up nicely and the marlin fishing is going to get better. But there are fish there, so if you're heading up there, try and find that slower water, and you're going to do yourself a favour and get a few more fish. Another thing, there's been good reports of some decent-sized 80-centimetre-plus flathead, which is, well, we're pretty happy with that. The same thing with the Mulloway in that 65-centimetre range. Um, Not bad when you're catching flathead as bycatch, old boy. Yeah, there's flatties you can't beat whether you're catching them shallow in the inlets of New South Wales where they're up towards a metre and you're letting them go or as if you're heading offshore for a feed of them there's not everyone loves getting a feed of flatties or catching them for sport so they're really underrated fish at times but those that do it love catching them and swim baits big swim baits are the key to getting the big ones in the shallow water and offshore you can use your micro jigs and whatnot you can use plastics but for me running a squid strip is always the best way to get them. Hard to say no to. Uh, heading further north to Queensland now, the Narang River. It's still dirty at the moment, but at the moment, the whiting sand crabs are going really well, seeing really consistent captures. And the sand whiting, about as big as you'll ever see, sort of that 35, closing in on 40 centimetre mark, which is sort of your King George whiting sort of range, Redmond. That's big, 
they're real big. Like they're, they're bloody terrific, and yeah. they eat extremely well too. So uh, chasing them, different methods. You've got your poppers, you've got your baits, you've got prawns, you've got yabbies. Like whatever you want to use is going to work catching them, especially in the shallow water. Now Shane Menthorse, I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. I always Menthorse, get it wrong. No, you know that. got it right today. That's, you just, know that. That, that's a change for me. Uh, basically, he loves catching them on poppers in the shallow water, Pat. So that's a really efficient, fun way to catching uh, your, your whiting up north. Uh, Gold Coast Charter with Sundays. They've had some great reports of uh, some beautiful golden trevally mm. being caught, which we love hearing. I caught a lot of those up in Exmouth, the golden trevallies. Uh, they are they pull. They, any trevally pulls hard, but they pull hard. Yeah, they do. Uh, heading, well, not further north, but we're going to um, just close in on Noosa to finish west, uh, the Queensland report, Redmond. Yep. Uh, once again, hearing really good reports of brim bait being the most successful method of chasing them, and the same for flathead in, those, in that inland waterway, finding the structure um, for the brim, and the change of tides worked on the flathead of late. Heading across the west, Jazz Charters, who we love talking about, there's been some seriously good-sized kingfish being caught. Yeah, you got plenty of good kings during the week, and you got some good snapper too, but the kingfish is talk of the town at the moment. There's some really good kings up to that sort of 15-kilo mark. So, yeah, Jazz just charters doing what he does in the west there, as per usual, which is uh, just stock standard for him on that charter boat of his. The other thing we, we do like are the Metro Taylor, 53 centimetres reported during the week on, um, on a mullet, which is good. Three-gang hook, a little bit overkill, you might say. But <laughs> but anything in that sort of 50-centimetre-plus range for a tailor, we like that. They're a great fighting fish and a beautiful eating fish, old boy. Yeah, tailor. Oh, I just wanted to see what Jesus, you say. Patrick, you come from one eating salmon off the surf beach. That's that's saying something. They, I, just, uh, I just wanted to know how... Some, no, you are right. Some people really love... There's actually a report before that I was going to put in that people reporting how much they love eating Taylor. So they obviously haven't tried chicken or steak. So I wanted to see if you were listening to me. Oh, I was listening, but I might be driving, but I'm listening. I'm here. Uh, South Australia. South Australia. The fish of the day, a cracking Samson fish caught in the lower air peninsula. This thing was an absolute horse. Um, you've got a trip lined up. Yeah. In the not-too-distant future, heading over chasing big Samsons. Yeah, out of Coffin Bay, that's where I'll be. But if they keep going to the Air Peninsula there, I'll be doing my best to head over that way by the looks of things because they're fishing extremely well. There's some kings mixed in too. So I'll have to hit up my mate Needham McHenry for a bit of local info over there, and you'll probably be useless for me. Well, we love the <laughs> uh, we love the Channel 7 fishing report from the great Ned McHenry. Stuck into uh, pre-season at the moment, but he's still finding he's a finding bit of time to go time. fishing. Yep, he is. He's always um, out there having, out and about doing something. You mentioned the kingfish. Well, there's been a few good reports caught off jetties as well at the moment out of SA and metro jetties. So take that out of the Port River. Hey, Tasmania, oh, the Tamar fishing really well. Good reports of some absolutely stonking King George whiting and some scattered salmon reports as well. There's also the odd rat king uh, that's been hooked uh, as well. George's Bay has been fishing for the Rat King, so that's good to, to see, good to hear. Uh, heading to Victoria, we'll start at the lower end, Redmond, and work our way up. Port Ferry tuna around the islands. Yeah, around the And the, the Portland island. Kingfish, what do you got for us there? So Jay, Lady Julia Percy is fishing very well for tuna at the moment. There's a lot of, finally they've sort of made their way through that area now. And then Portland, that Kingfish run's been sensational, and there's still plenty of kings there too. 
over a metre. There's a lot of those 80s, but there's a lot of fish also over a metre, which is really, really fun to catch. And they're fishing pretty much under what they call the water tower there. And if you're familiar with the area, you can't miss this water tower if you put the boat in. But basically, balloon, you can run your eco-friendly balloons, and you put them out, and you can run your little live squids under them. You can run squid strips. Or so you woke. Can, you're so woke, mate. Uh, you can run... <laughs> sorry. You can run <laughs> So you can run uh, little skirts. Canes are those white reef thief ones that have been working extremely well. The white not only kingfish locally here, so they would work there as well. I think he's had enough of tying them up, to be honest. Yeah, he has uh, been cool, uh, Kano. I probably shouldn't have mentioned anything. He sold more of those, the white nine. Oh, the they're catching some bloody fish, those things. I'll give him, I'll give him something, but... Uh, and also, the fishing out wide, there's plenty of gummies off Portland. There's Mako's too, and Port Ferry's exactly the same. So, down the south southwest Vic, there's lots happening. Just, just whilst you're on the Mako drift, so keys to that just quickly, if, you, if you're keen to go and chase one. Obviously, first and foremost, you need bait, but beyond that, it's actually burly and a consistent burly trail that you often talk about. What depths are you looking to get into to chase them successfully. Like you're going wide out to 70 plus metres. Is it a couple of caves from shore? If you're setting for a Mako drift, what's the simplest sort of three points you can give people? So number one is basically depending where you're fishing. So the, the crucial thing is if you're at a place like Portland or Port Ferry, for me, it'll be about getting to the continental shelf. Even Bermagui, like... Or so you, going wide. Going wide is ideally the key. The shelf, the continental shelf has bait on it and it has sharks. The sharks travel with it. So that's where I'd be going. If you have a shelf that's accessible, that'd be the number one. If you're in a place like me or someone down Western Port region or even lakes and that where the shelf's a long, long way out, so just fishing and changing depths. So for me, I'd be starting, if I was fishing off Ocean Grove with a north wind, I'd be starting, say, 35 metres, and I'd be having my nice drift with the northerly, and I'd be pushing out, big long drift, and pushing out to 60. So you've got to remember, a lot of places, our reef structure is actually in close to shore, and if you've got places where reef is in shore, that's where a lot of the bait, a lot of the fish hold that the makos will feed on. So basically trying to stay in as close as possible without being too close, and the problem these days is that, that many people chasing tuna, yeah. you don't want them driving through your burley. So what, do your best to get away. If you've got to start a little bit deeper, go a little bit deeper. But the, the best tips I can give you is changing depth. Just constantly changing depth. Don't try and hold the same depth. Don't let your burley stop. Let your burley run the whole time. And if you can, ideally with offcuts, make your own burley so you know what's in it rather than buying something from a store that, let's be honest, a lot of people will take shortcuts these days, unfortunately. Yep. There's a lot of good product out there, so if you get familiar with a product that you really like and successful with you, stick with it and back them in because, yeah, you don't want to put crap in the water and just basically throw in a heap of, I guess, pallets with nothing in it. So that's not what we're talking about when we're sharking, uh, doing a shark drift. All right, can you give me Port Phillip Bay and uh, Welsh Pool? Yeah, so, so Port Welsh, we'll start with Port Welsh Pool and then come back to Westport Port Phillip. Now, Welsh Pool, Gwaine was over there and he reckons he's never seen so many tuna in his life down that way. The schools of tuna are prolific down there, they're everywhere. There's kings at the rocks out there on the islands out there, like White Rock and whatnot. There's some really good kings. Flatty fishing is red hot, whiting fishing is red hot. There's still a few snapper being caught in the Singapore deep. Coming back to the Western Port, Gwaine's caught some stonking kingfish out off Seal Rock and whatnot. So, Really good kingfish being caught. There's been a few kings in Western Port too, not quite like last year yet, and there's a good chance it still shapes up like that. The whiting, fishing very good. Craigo was out during the week, not even an hour bag limit capture and 20 whiting, and they were just one after the other. 
So Craigo did well there. Coming back to Port Phillip, we'll start inside. Inside, the Whiting's been sensational. The Squid have been good. The Gummies have been good. Offshore, there is so many tuna out there right now. Whether they eat or not, Pat, it's about nine different things because you've just got to keep trying different things. And But in terms of what's available at the moment, it's as good as it gets. The amount of numbers that I had there during the week was, I'm going to say, one of the most I've ever seen, if not the most. Your report for Salt Guide up now? Uh, yes, it is, as we speak. Yep. So it'll be up there, fresh, ready to go, and the weather's looking absolutely fantastic for Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and even maybe Wednesday, if I remember. I'd have to have a look at that again, but it's looking good. So there's options there, tuna, whiting, squid, you name it, uh, gumbos, Kingfish, it's so, all ready to be caught. So saltguide.com.au That's is the one. where you can find your report. And that is our whip around. There is plenty more real adventures coming after this. We are just rolling in with the boat as we speak. This is as live as it gets, people. Uh, and Andrew Stephen joins us next. We're going to chat through everything he's got on the floor. We're going to chat through his fishing department. I'm going to do a bit of shopping in there this morning, actually. Got a few things I need to pick up. I might do a bit of taking. we hope you're enjoying this morning's episode of real adventures all for razorback 4x4 there's nothing like razorback 4x4